Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 3rd, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. A new report just released last week by anti-corruption organization Global Witness has found that the Philippines is now the world's most deadliest nation for environmental activists. The report says the state-sponsored violence against activists has continually escalated as more and more multinational corporations expand their operations in the Philippines. Researchers estimate that about 75% of the killings are conducted by Philippine armed forces and corporate-sponsored paramilitary groups, what the government calls investment defense forces. As the report explains, these defense forces were set up by the government to protect plantations, logging, and mining operations from, quote, terrorists and other rebel groups that stand in the way of development. Jacobin Magazine reports that the killings have increased by over 70% since the government announced a new, quote, war on drugs in 2017. Total estimates of the so-called drug war are in dispute as thousands of people are classified as missing, but some estimates put the death toll to date at 30,000. But human rights groups and other observers believe this new war on drugs is really just an escalation of a proxy war to suppress growing resistance by Filipino peasants to corporate colonialism. In fact, as the Philippine government was launching its new war on drugs, the U.S. was increasing military aid to the Philippines by $200 million per year. The U.S. aid includes a stunning list of military drones, munitions, surveillance equipment, and military facilities for U.S. military and intelligence personnel. The U.S. has a long, dark history in the Philippines, and it's worth a look because the Philippines is a case study in corporate colonialism through systematic genocide and corporate propaganda. It's basically the poster child of corporate fascism, a model nation-state of unfettered, U.S.-led corporatocracy. U.S. involvement in the Philippines began at the turn of the last century, at the end of the Spanish-American War in 1898. Spain had colonized the Philippines way back in the 16th century. And 400 years later, when the U.S. won the Spanish-American War, Spain ceded its control of the Philippines to the U.S. The Filipinos thought the Americans had liberated them from colonial rule, but the U.S. set up military outposts and a puppet government there and transformed the Philippines into an American colony. The Filipinos resisted U.S. occupation early on, but the U.S. military conducted a brutal campaign of forced subjugation. In the first 15 years of U.S. colonial rule, 1.5 million Filipinos were killed about 25% of the population. Flash forward about 50 years to World War II, when within hours of attacking Pearl Harbor, the Japanese also invaded the Philippines. The Philippines remained occupied by the Japanese for three years, until the U.S. ended the war with atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. During the Japanese occupation, 
A communist guerrilla movement had formed among the Filipino peasants to resist yet another colonial occupation. This resistance movement, called the Hux, included both women and men among the rebel forces. After World War II, when the U.S. retook control of the island, the Hux pushed back. But within a few years, the U.S. was able to suppress the resistance and reestablish its puppet government. Over the next half century, the U.S. puppet regimes of the Philippines would go through various evolutions, and the peasant resistance to imperialist occupation would continue to evolve as well. And now, in 2019, that peasant resistance is trying to defend themselves and what's left of their native lands from a final assault by the U.S. corporatocracy. They're up against the massive machine of the U.S. military and CIA, and complicit corporate giants such as Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, Unilever, Nestle, San Miguel Corporation, Shell, Dole, Del Monte, and others. Of course, they fight in solidarity with many others across the global south, in Africa, and the Middle East, all fighting to protect what's left of their lands and their sovereignty from the final assault by the US-led corporatocracy. The escalating environmental and social crises that are now underway imperil all of us. We're all in the fight together, and we cannot lose this fight. But we must realize that we can never win it unless we work together to build real strategic leverage against this corporatocracy. As we have suggested before, the only real leverage we have against the corporatocracy is mass organized boycott. Economic activism is the only resistance that has ever won real change against such entrenched and moneyed power. It was the Boston Tea Party boycott that finally launched the American Revolution. It was Gandhi's salt and textile boycotts that helped win India's independence from Britain. It was mass strikes by US workers in the 1930s that finally forced big business to accept the 40-hour work week, sick pay, and unemployment insurance. It was the bus boycotts and restaurant sit-ins by black Americans in the 1960s that won civil rights reforms. It was the grape and salad boycotts of the 1960s and 70s that won migrant workers fair wages and safety standards. And it was the divestment boycotts on college campuses in the 1980s that helped end apartheid in South Africa. If you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this oppression, corruption, and destruction, and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. Check out our About page, listen to our first podcast, and sign up for our mailing list. We're running out of time. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice.
you know it, staying tall and keep dropping the knowledge. Justice is waking, justice is rising, and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's our love.